um, after the break, we're going to go over what to do uh, going forward. So we're going to just take a little break, and uh, we'll see you when we get back. everyone welcome back to tap live all right so you can catch tap you can catch the able project and tap live shows um, on different form media formats you can catch us on um, the able projects website which is www.theableproj.org you can also catch us on um, social media which is on instagram uh, such as the able proj um, hashtag the able proj and um, other variety forms. We're also on Twitter, uh, Proj Able, Proj underscore Able. Uh, well, we've been doing a variety of things. Uh, we did the open communication, um, but I do want to venture out into that a little bit more because, um, like I said, my travel over here was a little, a little crazy. 
So um, in regards to traveling over here and what I've seen, uh, <laughs> there was a group of kids that uh, came over here that were um, playing around and had and I found it a little interesting. I found it a little interesting that these kids were jumping in front of a subway or thought it was funny to jump in front of the subway. Now, what I like to do is I like to I like to see perspectives. Now, of course that's not entertaining. Of course that's not funny in no way. So when these kids were doing that, a lot of people were just shaking their heads. A lot of people were just looking the other way. And me, the first thing I thought about was not only is it dangerous, but a lot of people were probably automatically thinking about how they've been affected by this. Like, for example, they could have seen somebody actually jump in front of a train or how this child could actually be throwing themselves in front of a train not just to entertain their friends, but what if this is actually triggering something in their own minds? So the thing is that what I did was I actually said something, not in a way that could have, a lot of use, people use this term triggered, but the, it is an actual word and it is to it is a word that is used often. What I did was I actually walked over to these to the young boy that was doing this in front of his friends and I said, "Please excuse me. I don't mind I I I don't mean to interrupt uh you communicating with your friends, but I just wanted to bring up that thing that you did with the train. I said, "I'm not doing it because of safety issues. I'm actually doing it be I'm actually bringing it up because a lot of people on this on this train, including myself, have probably experienced issues with someone jumping in front of a train, whether it be on the news or suicide issues or any type of mental health related issues. And it's very traumatic. I know you find it entertaining, but if you don't mind, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. And I'm, I apologize again for interrupting your conversation, but I just wanted to bring that to your attention and shed some light. And he actually was very kind about it, and he did not make jokes. He, he actually found it to be very understandable. He, at the time, was not thinking about it that way. He was just finding it entertaining with his friends. And when I brought it to his attention that way, he actually was very, very kind about it, and he understood where I was coming from. He actually said, oh, I understand now. And he didn't think about it that way. He was just making jokes with his friends. See, the thing is that, I mean, I find that when you do healthy, when you find ways and different perspectives as to ways to bring it to people's attention and you do it on a level where people can understand, I always think that it's a good way to just bring things up, just slowly in a way people can understand. So just bringing that in open, open communications, that actually brings me to perspectives. So like I said, always use an angle. I mean... Of when I was discussing last week um, when people were trying to communicate with friends and families, I've actually received some feedback from people explaining to me that it's difficult to communicate with certain people because everyone has a different perspective. Like, for example, when you're trying to communicate with friends and family and explain to them that you have some something that is, for example whether it be an illness or mental health related issue or even for example addiction related like whether you have a past 
Some people just don't want to hear it because some people just want to think that they're right or correct. Now, this brings me to a whole nother issue. When you are having any type of discussion with somebody, no matter what the topic is, keep in mind, if you are discussing something with somebody for your own mental health, keep in mind that the topic, if the topic is that important, do not under any circumstances keep communicating if you know or you believe that that person believes that their, uh, how do I say this, their morale is not as important as them being correct. Now, let me break it down very quickly. Some people are so prideful and this happens more often than not, and I've seen it. Some people, especially when it comes to certain topics, are so prideful that they don't care about morale. It is about being correct. And it happens in any discussion, and it happens with basic communications. Now, if the topic is a very personal topic, like we've mentioned when it comes to the cycle, and you're trying to discuss something personal to you, if that topic is personal and it's important to you, try to end the conversation before it winds up affecting you and how you start discussing the topic. Like, if you're discussing it with somebody who you know is prideful and changing their mind is something you feel is not going to happen, Either try the baby step method, which is something that I'll discuss in later, later on, or try not to budge and use facts or whatever you can. But if you feel it's not going to happen, then in my own, from, from my own personal experiences, baby steps are probably the best, the best option, or if not, then your best, your best option would be to stick to the topic at hand and just keep to your own morale, keep to your own methods. I mean, do what you can, but there are some people who do not change their minds because pride is more important. And, and that's something that I will state because based on last week's, um, last week's topic, I just wanted to shed some light on that because some people have communicated with me and I did want to just bring that to everyone's attention. Um, before we take our break, I just want to give everybody the number at 718-676-0820. Again, you can also use the number 718-253-4239. And um, we're just going to take a short little break and um, we're going to go over uh, the topic of discussion we're going to have for TAP Live. All right, we're just going to take a short little break and uh, we'll see you back here.
right, everyone. Welcome back to Tap Live. Uh, we took a short little break. Uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're just going to dive into our topic. But we have Tap Live brought to you by KingandQueenRadio.com and BrooklynStation.com. You can reach Tap Live on uh, TheAbleProj.org. That's P-R-O-J. You can also reach Tap Live on uh, Instagram at hashtag TheAbleProj. Um, we have uh, several ha- several hashtags running um, depending on the topic, uh, but we, you could also definitely catch our Tap Hour, which is the Tap Hour that runs Thursdays at 4.30, where we discuss artists and how they've been affected by the cycle. Several artists from several different genres, which is really, really interesting. Um, you definitely see a pattern in a cycle. Uh, but um, we're going to dive into our topic, which is the indirect group that gets affected by the cycle. This indirect group are the individuals who are directly, even though they're indirectly affected, these are the direct group, the, the direct people who work work with, who um, are not only working with, but who are uh, families, friends, people who are within the cycle, but who are not particularly related. For example, the cycle of illness, mental health, and addiction are people who are affected by illness, mental health, and addiction. But then again, the people who are on the sidelines are the people who deal with the pressures, deal with the issues of fear and plagued by a lot of the aggression and a lot of the emotions. And this group of people deal with a lot of the stresses that a lot of the people within the cycle don't and deal with a lot of the outpour. Now, this is something that I do like to talk about because, for example, and I've already discussed this in my blog, but I'm going to discuss this um, here on, on the show because as much as I can explain it in my blog, it's something that we don't talk about enough, and a lot of people don't give enough credit to these people who who are on the sidelines. When a person is diagnosed with any type of illness or diagnosed with any anything, for example, whether it be some type of condition or anything that that is generated within within themselves, when a person is dealing with all these issues, it is the people who are closest to this person that change the way that individual grows or develops. And that's something that a lot of people don't realize. Because let's just say a person who is diagnosed doesn't have a support system or has a support system, but that support support system is faulty. Now, that support system could be just one person, and that one person can take up the space of an entire football field, but that one person could be so great at what they do with support. Now, that's what I meant by, and I've talked about it in previous shows, that's what I meant by having like a good quality support system because that one individual needs to be stable enough to actually support that other person who is dealing with a crisis. Now that other support, like that other person dealing with a crisis, such as the person who's developed, who's dealing with the cycle of illness, mental health and addiction. It's for example, a person dealing with an addiction cannot be with another person dealing with addiction. Now, 
codependent issues that's that doesn't help if a person's dealing with addiction they have to have support within their life that helps them with getting stronger and building a life of their own so that they can get out of their addiction and escape their addiction and actually build a better life and rehabilitate and actually rise above anything that they've done in their past and they can escape their past. Now, I'm using terms such as escape and rise, but that's basically what it comes to when it comes to everything as a cycle because when you have to escape like anything going on mentally and you have to rise above any type of depressive state. So that's why I use those terminologies. It's not just for one particular group. So that's why I keep using that term for people living on the sidelines. So I use the metaphor of sideline for this group living outside the cycle. They need support themselves because when that foundation of people on the sidelines wind up losing grasp of what they're supposed to do, like let's just say they wind up falling in the cycle themselves and this has happened where the cycle winds up dragging this people from the sidelines in. That is to me one of the worst cases and that's why I say that the cycle it's it's probably one of the worst situations because when you have people suffering from illness or suffering from any of these these groups and the people who are on the sidelines who are the support system wind up suffering it affects everyone else so what i'm going to do is so what I'm going to do is I'm going to just express it in further detail. What we're going to do is I'm just going to take a quick little break and I'm going to go into further detail about what resources are available for people who suffer from these issues so that they don't so we can break this cycle and everyone can get proper support. So we're going to take a quick little break and um, we're going to get proper resources moving forward. OK, so um, let's just take a quick little break and we'll see you right back. I'm attorney Kurt Robertson. I'm a personal injury lawyer here in New York. And if you've been injured in an accident, you should call me. I'll get you the money you deserve. Just dial 929-438-5878. That's 929-GET-KURT. 929-G-E-T-K-U-R-T. That's 929-438-5878. It's easy. Got hurt? Call Kurt, and I'll get you the money you deserve. When it comes to help in spiritual matters beyond the norm, no one comes close to the international, world-renowned spiritual healer and advisor, Sister Dubon. Are you suffering? Do you have bad luck? Do you feel you need some help? Well, there is help now. Don't give up. 
I am Sister DeBong, a spiritual reading advisor for many, many years, and I really want to get the job done. If you're having problems with your loved one, maybe you're having problems with money, maybe you're having court cases, well, I'm the one you need to call. You're sitting there thinking, where should I go? Or maybe you're going somewhere and not getting spiritual help. You call me now, Sister DeBong, and I can help you. Call me. 718-253-7273. Yes, you heard it. Get on that phone now and call now. 718-253-7273. I've been working more than 40 years and getting results. Now it's your time. Try me out. Don't listen to what others say. Try me now and you won't be disappointed. Call now. One free question by phone. Brought to you by KingandQueenRadio.com and BrooklynStation.com. Uh, you could reach us at our website, which is TheEqualProj.org, or on Instagram at hashtag TheEqualProj. All right, so we were just discussing uh, people who are living on the sidelines of the cycle. And um, what we try to do is we try to break the cycle uh, so that uh, we can just keep it, pre- we keep the prevention, uh, keep everyone from dr- being dragged by the cycle, uh, and the cycle of illness, mental health, and addiction. Uh, so we, what I'm trying to do is provide provide you with uh, resources. Now, these resources, keep in mind, are available on the website at any point in time. Uh, you could definitely uh, just look to our blog uh, on the evilproject.org's blog. Um, it's definitely going to be available through uh, today's Tap Lives um, blog post. But I'm going to give them to you today. Um, now, one of the greatest um, resources from, at least from my research and from what I've heard from f- many people, um, not only that I know, but from people who have explained to me that have dealt with these issues when it comes to mental illness, mental health issues, there are mental health lines. I just want to let everyone know. Are, these health lines are available at any point in time. And I know that the... Uh, here in New York, New York City, um, there are posters available everywhere. You could share your story. Um, you could definitely just—it's a quick little button on uh, for a website. But um, I'll just give you a quick one if you're listening and you're experiencing any issues. Uh, free helpline is uh, 844-549-4266. And keep in mind, um, you can call us. You can even text us. But you can call us at 718-676-0820 or at 718-253-4239. Anybody here is available to talk to you. But um, – one of the greatest um, resources for uh, family support group uh, is NAMI, the National Alliance of Men- on Mental, ha- mental, uh, mental Illness. 
NAMI is a great family is a great uh, support for mental illness, but also for family support. Uh, they have support groups available. Now, um, another one uh, would be Mental Health America. Mental Health America also finds you resources. They find you resources not just um, throughout uh, America, but also within your area. They find you resources and online. Now, online is a, online is a great resource, but a lot of people prefer face-to-face. -face. I mean, it, it depends on who you are, but people like to stay hidden. It, it depends on how you prefer. Everything ha Everybody has a preference. So um, in regards to – that was in regards to mental health support. Now, for chronic illness – now, chronic illness, there are many support groups. Like, for example, if you go to your local hospital – uh, if that's where you're consistently going, a lot of people find solace in going to their local uh, hospital, local institutions within the area, and you can find and network with your doctor or with your with the local facilities within the area. But for chronic for for chronic illness, um, you could definitely uh, there have been a lot of resources online, especially for me. I suffer from uh, epilepsy, and I'm part of tons of groups online. And I'm telling you right now, from my experience, Facebook is probably the best for that because there are so many groups, at least for mine, from my experience. But there's also Meetup, which is something that was utilized as a resource. But according to the Mighty, um, they said that Facebook is probably the best to utilize for resources. And I don't think that's just for illness. That's also for all these types of groups. If you have... Anything that you're – like, for example, alcohol support groups, um, uh, sex, uh, sex addiction support groups, any types of addictions, there are support groups for them. So um, I think that the best resources are available online. But um, that was just a recommendation for support groups for that. And in regards to addiction support – um, going back other than just with Facebook and online, there is um, – especially with New York City. Uh, I just mentioned before on how they've been working a lot at trying to prevent the, I mentioned the cycle, but not all connected the way that I've been mentioning, but they've been trying to prevent um, addiction and trying to prevent um, ways to get, they're trying to prevent people from going back to their addictive behaviors. So for example, Friends of Recovery, is a great resource because um, they utilize um, they utilize the resources available, and the resources are not just for for people who suffer from addiction, but for the recovery, the partnerships, and groups. So there's recovery support, there's training for people, and there's advocacy, and they also ha uh, have events. And they offer scholarships. It's really, really great. I mean, like I said, this this information will be available on my website at theableproj.org and addictioncenter.com. That one is great because this one offers great information on the alcohol rehab aftercare program. For example, if you have been a person who suffered from, um, let's just say you've been in rehabilitation, you've been in rehab before, but then again, every single time you were in rehab, it never worked for you because for example, people have had tendencies, at least I know from people that I know, people who have posted on pages that I've seen have expressed that they've tried rehab and it did not work for them. This is an alcohol rehab aftercare program that it shows that it's an option for it's a 30 to 90 days. Uh, most individuals spend in a rehab facility, and then 
it expresses that it can give you the opportunity for sober living homes. And it's, it's just another option. And right here, these other utilized resources for people who need group facilitation, family members who need, yes, uh, family members who want to participate in programs and need help with that. And then the um, everybody who has experienced addiction, ad addictive behaviors with family members and friends, uh, there's uh, meetings available at your local facilities and churches, as well as um, any local areas within your neighborhoods. Um, it's called a non uh, non Al-Anon. I think that yes, an Al-Anon Al-Anon meetings. That's what they're called. My apologies. Al-Anon meetings. That's what it is for family members and family support groups. So that's a, a resource to uh, definitely look into. And um, one more resource that I have looked up here is called smartrecovery.org. So if you have family members who are starting to um, get into addictive behaviors, or for example, if you feel that their path is um, leaning more into a, um, for example, if you just worry, uh, this is just a resource to look into. It's called smartrecovery.org or anything that you feel. It's just an online resource. Um, so... These are just resources to look into, nothing really um, big about it, but these are available on my website and anything that you can look into, um, there's nothing wrong with research, nothing wrong with taking a look into links. And uh, if you have any questions, you can definitely call us at 718-676-0820. Our second number here is 718-253-4239 to contact uh, TAP Live today. Uh, we're just going to take a quick little break and we're going to come back to end the rest of the session for another open communication session. All right. We'll see you when we come back.
welcome back to Tap Live, brought to you by KingandQueenRadio.com and BrooklynStation.com. All right. Um, so you can reach us, like I said before, you can reach us on our website at theableproj.org. Uh, we're discussing um, the support system and how important it is to have a support system, um, especially when you're on the sidelines, and how people on the sidelines of the cycle of illness, mental health, and addiction need their own support system. And I was bringing up support groups for these members on the sidelines. Now, I was bringing up... Um, the uh, importance of the support groups in NAMI, for example, which is the National Alliance of Mental Illness, and, for example, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, S-A-M-H-S-A, they have great um, groups, and Facebook, which a lot of people, I don't even know if they realize, have great groups online, but uh, filtering them out is very difficult, <laughs> but... um. They have great groups online, and they are great to utilize for um, for any type of support, especially if you have questions that you don't have for your doctor. I use them. I just mentioned before that I use these groups, especially Facebook groups, for questions that you don't have enough time to ask your doctor. I mean, that's something that a lot of people need, and that's why these support groups are available because, I mean, if you're, the, if you're one of these people who – Let's just say you have a diagnosis and it's not just for you. And that's the thing about Facebook groups. It's not just for you on the sidelines, but it's also for a person with a diagnosis, whether it be a diagnosis of an illness or mental health issue, but also if you're suffering with an addiction. I mean, you could definitely look to these support groups for for tons of support because, I mean, let's just say, I mean, you – definitely need somebody there who's been in your shoes. I mean, it, it's great because you have, you, you tap into this social network filled with people from all over. I mean, it, it's fantastic. I know for me, I was diagnosed at in 2007. I mean, and it was horrible because there were tons of things, tons of questions I had for my doctor, but my doctor was never available to answer my questions. And I was, I, I was, it's horrible. But now, I mean, people are coming to me asking me questions. And it's really interesting because, I mean, I, I was it was a time for me when I was I was dealing with so much and it was so overwhelming. And that's why I do I did my research and that's why I preach the way that I do about the cycle. And the thing is that there are people who still they utilize these tools with social media and they still have tons of questions. And they're still put in the position where they're confused. I mean, you have thousands of questions, millions of questions, and they're, you're receiving millions of answers. So the thing is that, I mean, if you would like to utilize these groups, make sure that you do it appropriately and make sure that you answer, you ask the not appropriate questions, but ask questions that you feel that Facebook can answer. <laughs> Same thing with these groups. Like, for example, if you're going to go on uh, NAMI and family support groups, like go to the proper resources. And I, I, I put this pressure on anybody, especially when it comes to research, because research is something that I value. Go somewhere for answers, but make sure you go to the appropriate places. So that's something that I definitely put in place anywhere I go. Like, I mean, that's something that I'm definitely, definitely a big fan of. But um, I'm just going to uh, just 
swing right into uh, what we're going to discuss for next week. Next week's topic, uh, we'll discuss work life and balancing health and wellness. Um, that's going to be a big topic for next week because a lot of people, um, especially people living in the cycle, people who deal with these issues are still balancing work life. And, uh, there are many, there are many people who tell me that, I mean, going to work is still like going to high school. You deal with bullies, you deal with people who stress you out, you deal with nonstop managers who are driving you crazy. Same thing with coworkers who... I mean, you suffer in silence while you're dealing with these people right next to you, especially people who insult you and people who say things that are driving you. Oh, so we're just definitely going to discuss that topic next week, but we definitely are going to discuss it while balancing health and wellness, because it's definitely important to take care of yourself. Taking care of your own health is the most important thing. And um, we're also going to slightly um, dwell over the ADA and how important it is that your health is taken into consideration while you're working. Now, no matter what it is, even if you're suffering from addictions, keep in mind that your health is extremely important. So we're definitely going to uh, dwell over that topic. And um, we're going to keep that in check. We're going to take a quick little break and we're also going to discuss um, uh the tap hour and everything when we come back. So we're going to take a quick, quick little break and come back. Greetings. I am Sister Jubang, the one and all. I am the spiritual doctor, the most famous, gifted to help in all problems of life, specializing Reunite lovers, friends, soulmates. I work with the spirits of the dead and the living. I give you those lucky numbers you've been waiting for. I have something that will give you a spirit that will help you conquer things that you want to conquer. I have those stones, those magic stones, those lucky stones that you've been looking for. And also, guess what? I have something can do house clearance. You having troubles in your house? That's right. You need to get something to give your house a house clearance. Don't worry no more if you have an immigration problems. Because I help many of people solve cases every day. That's immigration problems, also court cases. Don't be disappointed, but for the loved one that behind bars, because I work with the spirit can help them and release them from prison. That's right, you're having problems getting a job. I remove the evil from your life so you can get a job and be able to have money and be able to do some of the things that you would love to do in life. I foresee the future events. I also helped and helped a lot of celebrities. I can clear impossible problems. Some of those problems are depression, substance abuse, impotence, infertility. And I break all black magic spell, jinx, and demonic forces. You want to have success in business? 
One call will convince you. One call will convince you. 718-253-7273. One call will convince you. Good evening. Live brought to you by KingandQueenRadio.com and BrooklynStation.com. Uh, keep in mind you can call in at any time at 718-676-0820. You can also call at 718-253-4239. All right, so Tap Live. Um, Tap Live is also attached to our website at theableproj.org. Uh, we have a we have our blog finally posted up. Uh, it's been up for about a little less than a week now, but um, attached to our blog, we also have we post up updates uh, from our Tap Live discussion. We also post updates um, attached to the Tap Hour, which. Um, during our tap hour, we discuss artists um, that have been affected by the cycle of illness, mental health, and addiction. And uh, we also do separate uh, a separate blog, which um, I'm going to talk about right now. Um, I posted up a blog just recently, uh, which discusses um, talk talk about it. Or um, yes, it's um, actually um, a really great um, company that's actually uh, relevant because it discusses the. Oh, it discusses the, uh, yeah, talkaboutit.org. It discusses epilepsy and, oh, it discusses epilepsy and, um, and how we should really be talking about epilepsy more. And the thing is that I'm going to be discussing more about not only talkaboutit.org, but, or more or less, um, how, Epilepsy is going to be coming up more or less in November because November is Epilepsy Awareness Month. Now, right now we're in October and it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we're going to have more relevance um, for talkaboutit.org in November. But I do suggest you read the blog and um, get more relevant facts um, related to epilepsy and understanding more about it because it does affect uh, more people every day. And it, uh, 1 in 26 people are affected by epilepsy. So um, uh, definitely uh, refer to the blog. And um, definitely under, uh, we will have more people uh, coming on the show. We're going to have a few guests come on the show uh, either late in, late in December or upcoming in January. And it's going to be very exciting. Um, so tune in. And we're going to have a podcast coming up in January. Uh, so definitely tune in to our YouTube channel. I'll definitely give it to you uh, later on in uh as our shows go on and it's going to be great. 
uh, as we move on with the show. So um, we're going to have more relevant topics. If you would like some input as to what we discuss on the show, please contact me. Uh, you could definitely contact me either through uh, Brooklyn Station or you can contact me through um, The Able Project. You could contact me at uh, theableproject at gmail.com. And, or you could contact me through the website, which is theableproj.org. Uh, we have a contact form, and you could definitely let me know if you're interested in any particular topic. And let us know what you want to hear. Any particular topics, anything that you're interested in us discussing, anything that's relevant to you in particular, and we'll try and see what we can do. We'll definitely do some research, and we'll put we'll start discussing it. Uh, this show is definitely maneuverable, and see if maybe you want to come on the show. If you're interested in coming on the show, you let us know, and we'll see what we can do. But um, it's been a great show, and uh, we will definitely see you guys next Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. All right, so uh, this was VMC in NYC, and it's been a pleasure, you guys. I'll see you guys next week.
You're listening to BrooklynStation.com.